0: What's up, Melbourne? Welcome back to another episode of Open Deck. Straight out of Europe, straight out of Tomorrowland, and I'm back for the top 10 DJs of Melbourne Countdown, where we count down the final top three. And tonight I'm joined with the masked man. He's been doing some big things at the studio, making waves in the techno scene, and he's already topped some of the beatport charts. His name's Edo. He's going to be playing some bangers, and we'll want to hear a little bit about his story and his journey a little bit later on, so stay tuned for that. We're going to kick it off with a little sneaky unreleased tune that's dropping tomorrow from the local machine, Birdie and Mansa, with their new tune, How Will I Know? It's pretty fucking dope, so you make sure you get around it when it drops tomorrow. But let's get into it.
1: I need to know Don't pick up the phone when I try to call Tell me what is wrong or what is right What is right I can see the shadows look like you I gotta forget, find something new There's no going back for you and I Do it now yeah, it's too late too late for not too late not, it's not too late too late too late too late too late too late Won't leave behind because it's something that is on. It's on my mind. I guess it goes like <laughs>
0: Get your boy Edo on in a minute. Stay tuned for that. Be back in a
1: minute. Kissfm.com.au. Dance Music Australia. This-
0: All right. We are live back in the studio with Edo. How's it going, bro?
2: How you going, mate?
0: It's good to have you on, man. We've been trying to G this up for a little while, actually. So glad to actually finally make this happen.
2: Yeah, no, it's good to be on
0: yeah man well let's just start a little bit about your journey man i want to start to hear how you got started you started djing what back in 2016.
2: yeah um so me and a mate bought a controller oh yeah and um yeah we we're just kind of playing around and um yeah like kind of we were just in his backyard and out of for oh, i reckon probably six months started to get probably a bit serious into it yeah and um, yeah, basically from there, just prob- uh, got me first set at St. James. Oh, wow, yeah. And um, Yeah.
0: And sort of went from there. Sort of so from what, what, what actually, what got you into the passion of actually wanting to pursue it as like a bit of a career?
2: Yeah, so that's funny. So like when I was like 11 or 12, got into shuffling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as and everyone um, does, hey? yeah.
2: Yep. And yeah, so I loved hard style from that point and then kind of lost a bit of interest. So like, yeah, like even when I was yeah about twelve, like even got FL. Yeah, and okay. Twelve shit. Yeah, <laughs> like it was like FL six or seven, I think. Yeah. And um, had a little play around on that. So like, when it comes time, like when I started producing properly, I already kind of knew the basics. Legs, like yeah, the, the real like bare minimum.
0: So it, like, and yeah. then and then you you started DJing what twenty sixteen? How old were you then?
2: Um. Eighteen nine, 90, 18 Okay, 90, so you're
0: sort of in the prime of your yeah, clubbing scene yeah, sort of days yeah. and then you're like stuffed, I'm just gonna try and actually be the DJ on stage and yeah. see how it goes. So did you, you start did you start producing first or DJing first? So I
2: started DJing first, like producing or yeah, like it was a little bit after, but Yeah. Um but it wasn't too nearly, too nearly like when I say producing that was like actually trying to make a track. I was doing edits nearly straight away basically. Oh wow. But um Yeah, like even learning the DJ, I think I had the controller for a long time before I even realized you had to use headphones to mix. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like kind of trying to figure out how they went from one transition to another. Yeah, I thought they were like pressing stop playing <laughs> on mixing that way
0: wow so you what just oh, watching yeah. the waveform or something yeah. no headphones i mean yeah fair enough and then um you got your first sort of gig at saint james and then sort of how did you progress how did you sort of start getting noticed
2: um so it was probably from when i started first putting out tunes and like sent them to short round um he was playing a couple oh wow that would have been big yeah but yeah it was mainly just trying to like play every weekend at the local and just playing heavies there and trying to make a bit of a name for myself and
0: Yeah. yeah All right, well, how old are you now, man? Uh, 26. 26, yeah. So you still be, you've been grinding for a while yeah. then, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, are you, you've you now, like, your production, bro, like, I mean, I've, I've been smashing your tunes for years, but, I mean, your stuff, your quality that I hear in the local, like, because obviously I, we've got a lot of talent in, in Melbourne, but when I hear your tracks, they're on just, like, another level. Like, how did you learn? Like, how have you progressed in, in like, so, so far?
2: Um, basically, just kind of when I start, because I quit for a little bit, <clears throat> when I started back up again rather than just getting straight back into it I was like more focusing on sound design Mm. making my own sounds and just trying to really be different because I feel like when I um when I was making minimal it was kind of always based off something else yeah okay so when I come back and like yeah got going again I was just trying to be really different yeah so whether it's worked or not I don't know but yeah
0: (laughs) mate I (laughs) reckon it's working for sure man like if, if you could describe yourself, like your sound, your your style, like if someone never heard Edo track before, how would you describe it?
2: Probably like just, yeah, hard driving kind of mixture between melodic, main stage, peak time and big room techno. So you're sort of just
0: trying to blend it to, I mean, do you think that makes you stand out a little bit more above, you know, the guys that are just uh, making minimal? and?
2: <laughs> I guess a little bit because it's kind of like a fair blend between most and just like instead of using samples that everyone else is using, I'm like, I'll, I'll find like one decent kick and then layer it probably like three or four times and turn it into a whole new sound yeah, thing yeah, so you're making stuff, stuff like that, that people wouldn't actually so, have, yeah, yeah okay I think that's the best part, like trying to just be different, not take a sample and just use a sample like yeah, make something manipulate
0: it and yeah, create your own sound yeah, I love it man um, all right. Well, look. I'm probably going to ask. you have probably asked this question a million times. But I mean, your um, your appearance, your um, character. I guess you, yeah. you're dressing all in black, head to toe. Bro. Are you yeah. sitting here with the ski mask on, bro? Like, why did you? Why did you choose that? What, what was well, the idea behind it?
2: The original idea it was like a bit of a joke because I was going out every weekend and getting sick. <laughs> and I <was> like, like, <laughs> so, I like, like as start, in, like a mask. Yeah. yeah, yeah like start yeah. wearing a mask out, and yeah. then, like. Me and Ricky were talking about something like maybe doing a mask thing. And then, yeah, one day I was just like, oh, I found the, I thought of the idea about a ski mask. And then I found the jacket on a takeaway website. Mm. And um, yeah, which I'm not wearing now, but um, <laughs> That's yeah. That's right. um, I kind of, yeah, pieced them together and thought, oh, like that could be cool. So yeah. Do you, do you think
0: it makes you stand yeah. out?
2: Oh, maybe a little bit. But that was kind of my aim as well, like because I kind of come back into it and was kind of starting from scratch because obviously you know you don't post on SoundCloud, you kind of lose everyone. Yeah, I don't care anymore. So like you got to kind of work back up. So I thought, oh, change everything up. Didn't really want to change my name because I'm known as Edo anyway. Like it's my nickname. Like yeah, everyone calls me it. So. Yeah.
0: so it's not like a thing because I know obviously you see some DJs out there like you know Lockdown for example he wears the the, the full get up and he sort of tries to keep his identity pretty hidden is that the idea behind it or not really it
2: was originally I thought I'd be cool to kind of go hidden but now I'm just like well everyone like yeah like if you know me you know me if you don't you don't I (laughs) guess but yeah cool yeah like I don't really care too much about it.
0: No, nah, it, it mean it definitely helps you the brand. You you stand out like everyone sort of knows that you know that's Edo. He's got the the full black get up on. He's wearing the ski mask yeah.
2: and stuff. Yeah, the, the main thing is just like confidence too. Like just being behind the decks with the mask on, it kind of helps a little bit. Oh really? But, yeah, I've never know. even thought of that. So that's yeah, the main thing like yeah, that wasn't like a real key factor on why i started
0: doing it okay so <laughs> like, you got yeah. so in the beginning you sort of oh, i don't know if you still do but Very i mean tense. you yeah it's sort of helped with the nerves and stuff yeah. and it makes you because yeah. i remember dead mouse back in the day when he first put that you know that thing on his head he that was the first thing he said he's like i, I could never stand in front of a crowd i was always so nervous yeah. so as soon as i put the mouse head on it, like it all went away Changed it all, yeah so it's sort of it, like it, a, a it is like, thing. That,
2: like definitely because yeah like i I wasn't, it wasn't like I was really nervous. It was just more trying to like engage and like move around a little bit. Mm. But like I never ever was nervous playing in front of people. It was more just all like kind of, thinking too much about just standing there. Yeah. But, well I mean stage yeah. present
0: goes a long way. Yeah. I mean I know a lot of DJs that are huge now and you know they might not be the best producers or DJs in the world but they have the best stage presence and it goes yeah. it goes a long way. So mate if you can do anything to help your brand stand out though you're doing the right thing. So yeah, you know that's 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 good man. Keep doing it. How do you go in summer with it all on?
2: Yeah, <laughs> very hot. <laughs> very hot. Like even even my set on the weekend like I got back to of the room to get changed and, like my shirt was yeah I could have rung it out I reckon
0: (laughs) shit and that's winter (laughs) I'd love to see you on like a summer festival stage or some shit in like 40 degree heat
2: (laughs) there was one night in Melbourne um, at the end of last year and it was just yeah it was shocking like I've oh. never been so sweaty in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man, you got to do it for the grind, eh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, man, well, let's just talk a little bit about your music, man, because, I mean, you've you've just released that new track, uh, in- Inertia. Tem- correct me if I'm pronouncing yeah, it wrong. It was on Danny uh, Avelia's label, the main stage techno label. I mean, firstly, Danny Avilia is a huge name. Like, what was that like to get signed on, oh, on that?
2: Pretty cool. <laughs> like, I-, I literally, I sent the track just thinking, oh, like, they're not even going to see it. And then, um, yeah, cause it's a pretty new label. So I thought I may as well just do it anyway, just send it through. Mm. And um, I think it was about a week or two later, I got an email back from their um, label saying like, yeah, like, cause I sent multiple tracks. So I were keen on that one. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I didn't, ever, I didn't even hear anything else about it. And then I got a follow off Danny on Instagram and, randomly, and a message yeah. saying that like, oh, like, have you read your emails? Like, yeah, like we're keen to get you on. Get the track on, so yeah.
0: Oh, so you didn't actually see the email, Yeah, no, you had to like actually I, slide I, I to still, your DMs. Still
2: to day, like, <laughs> I actually didn't receive the email, oh. so yeah.
0: Lucky that, yeah, <laughs> lucky he, he messaged you, so he, he loved it. And then, I mean, how long, how, when did that get released? How long ago,
2: probably like a month ago now, I think. So, has
0: there been much like good reactions around it? Have you like had much feedback from people, DJs, um, like that sort
2: of thing? Yeah, I've definitely had a few messages about it. Um, Streams wise, it's probably not doing too well, but as far as Beatport goes, like, yeah, like it made, got up to f- number 14, I think. <sighs> Beat so On the, yeah, on the uh,
0: what, the techno? That
2: was on the techno chart. 100 chart. Yeah, and I think shit. the highest it got was 58 on the actual top 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think it'd make the charts. So
0: <laughs> man, so, that's yeah. still good, man. Was that like your first like proper track getting released on like a big label like that?
2: Yeah, or just before that, like a week before that, I had another one on all Okay, have you, I don't know if you heard of that T seventy eight label. label.
0: Oh, probably have man. I, I don't know. There's so many out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that was actually my first European signing, but the first actual track to come out was um, "Rock the Place" with Rory. Like yeah, Rory. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, Rory. So, Rory, Rory um, yeah. yeah. So I signed the the All one back in, uh, I think it was December. Yeah. And then, yeah, that came out like a week before Inertia, so... Yeah. Okay,
0: so then you sort of did... What, what about that one? Was that one like... Re- did that go pretty hard on the Beatport charts or what?
2: No, nah, I didn't even enter them. Oh, so, damn, yeah. all right.
0: So so this has sort of been your first real big one that yeah, sort of charted. solo,
2: solo release, yeah. yeah.
0: That's so good, man. That's so good. I'm like hyped to see what actually happens, man. I know it's only, it was only a month ago, but, you know, it could take off. There could be one DJ, one big guy that picks it up and plays it and then, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's huge. So it only takes that one track to make oh, you take finger, off. Fingers crossed. <laughs> man, keep keep doing it, man. You're doing big things already. But um, you also had that track that yeah, you sort of touched on it before with Rara. The Get Down that hit number one, man. Like, yeah, like that, what that, was that? What was that, that was like?
2: Crazy. Like I didn't even for one, I didn't even think that track would get signed. Like, and <laughs> when, when we finished it, I, like uh, Rara was like, "Oh, I'll send it to um because it was called Born or Burn Recordings at the time." Mm. And um, I was like, "Oh, yeah, like to send it, but I don't think they'll be keen on it." And then yeah, they were keen on it. And yeah, it hit number one. So <laughs> why until, don't you have faith in yourself, until, dude? You're shocked that it even made the charts. Uh, number one So I
0: mean, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Did you think that helped you sort of stand out a little bit? Did you get like much noticed? it help you as an artist, well, do you
2: think? I, I think a little bit. Yeah. It was just kind of like because COVID hit, well, I, I don't think that long after it. So yeah,
0: yeah probably like impacted it, your ability to get it out.
2: Probably, yeah. But it's still don't still getting plenty of streams now like as still. We speak. shit so, man um, yeah
0: that's awesome man so you've you've already had some pretty big releases already so i mean where do you sort of see this going are you still going to just c- continue to try and make like solo tracks Do you want to sort of do more collabs where do you where's the sort of next next um, idea
2: so for now probably more solo yeah just for the fact of like i don't know like the stuff that i have been working on it's more really focusing on sound design i don't really yeah. want to send it off and yeah kind of thing yeah okay but um i'd love to get a collab with like a big real big like euro artist yeah, yeah unreal no nah, that'll
0: be that'll be the next one man like but, i said yeah. there's been like so many big djs hitting up melbourne djs like you know hardwell for example he's yeah. collabing with like trey pierce and those sort of things and like these yeah, melbourne or well, he's adelaide but you know the same sort of thing they're picking up like a lot of melbourne guys and the melbourne sound is i was just at europe man i was just at tomorrowland and i'm hearing all of these remixes that i've heard in melbourne clubs yeah. and like you could be definitely It's not It's not that big of a dream to actually make that happen So keep grinding bro I'll be keen to hear uh, a Edo remix by Ben Nicky or something like that
2: uh, Unreal, unreal
1: <laughs>
0: You know, that'll be the Love dream it. But let's talk about your gigs bro Because I know you've had um, the opportunity to do some pretty big gigs um, I mean, we've talked a little bit offline But you you were on the same flyer And you were doing the same gig as, as Ben Nicky, man What was that like?
2: Oh, it was pretty cool Like that. I'm pretty sure that night Because it was a few years ago um, that was packed out real early. Like, pretty sure we got there at, like, 11 o'clock and it was, yeah, already full. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and was that sort of like, your, to, your
0: first sort of big name that you got to Just to be support? on the
2: flyer was, like, pretty cool, <laughs> considering, like, yeah, how big he is.
0: Yeah, that's sick, but, man. Um, is there been any other, like, awesome gigs or any gigs that you can think of that's been, like, a standout?
2: Um, Probably playing mm. Tramp Mercy. Well, not proper Tramp Mercy, but for the Book of... Madeline Eliza. Oh, yeah, Something yeah. Like that was pretty cool. Oh, just so they, so they, they actually,
0: there. so they picked you out and they got, they chose yeah. you. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I mean, not many people get the opportunity to even play Tramp, and then you were sort of picked out by Mads and, and yeah. Eliza. That's that's awesome. Yeah, so that
2: was probably the coolest thing. Yeah. So far.
0: I mean, again, it's it's not easy to get booked at those gigs. So, you know, hopefully you'll be able to get back there. But all right. um, Let's just ask some random questions because I always love throwing this out to to DJs to to see what their their think is or what their thoughts are. Sorry, I can't even bloody talk tonight. Um, what do you think the most challenging thing that people don't realise about being a DJ or like a producer is?
2: Um, probably all the work you put in behind closed doors. I reckon. Mm. Just like well, on a producer side of things, um, yeah, just all all the hours that you're sitting there and just yeah, grinding and. Yeah. so people just think you fucked. just
0: sort of rock up into a gig and you just press play yeah. that's it
2: that's another thing too like you can rock up and just transition from like song to song or you can do like live acapellas and all that kind of stuff yep but um
0: Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into the scene to even just getting that gig like grind it in the studio and everything I think the payoff is the gig but all the hard work before it is like the stuff that people just don't see it's a good
2: feeling too when you do put the hours in and then you do start to see things like progress yeah, progressing, yeah
0: Yeah, man that's 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 good but I guess another thing what advice would you tell yourself so you're back in 2016 you're starting out what advice would you tell yourself or any other DJ that's
2: starting out that you've uh, probably learnt probably just yeah like be more like the best thing to do which I wasn't doing at the start is like a lot of social media content mm. that's the main thing these days I think but um yeah and just try be different don't go up and like don't hear what the big people are playing and play the exact kind of same stuff find whether it's new or old yeah just bangers and yeah yeah
0: I know it, it, I think building that brand is so important like you see again I've, I've talked about it before but you see so many DJs that may or may not be the best producers the best DJs in the world but they may have the best yeah. they may have a social media following no. because they're hilarious or they're like you know they've got um a, a really big following for whatever reason because yeah. they built their brand through social media and, yeah. and
2: it, no matter what they'll get booked over someone that yeah it is putting work in yeah. but
0: it's, if they if they can bring a crowd to a club i guess that's yeah. that's that's the main thing that, that they're looking for so yeah. it's a business at the end of the day so it makes sense but yeah 100% got to build that brand yeah um have you ever had anybody like uh, again i was talking about this before but i've 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 heard a lot of melbourne djs sort of getting picked up at, at like big festivals and their music being played have you ever had like anybody so far that sort of picked up your tunes and played any of them at like um, big events yet that you know of or not really
2: i know Oh, pretty recently um ollie james oh, shit. played he played a couple at a big festival i'm not sure where it was though i think wow. maybe yeah well, somewhere in europe i love and, ollie um, james man he yeah, is
0: a unit <laughs>
2: that's about all i can think of at a minute um i'm that's... pretty sure danny Evila has been playing inertia a bit oh. around europe so
0: you just got to get someone to record it yeah, for you like that's the
2: main thing i want yeah just like somebody the content and just yeah
0: if you, if you sort of stalk like the DJ track list, I don't know if you have ever seen that where you where yeah, you can yeah, see yeah, like yeah. Their, what songs they've played. If you stalk that sometimes, you can find if if yeah, like well people was, have picked up your tunes. That was
2: how I found out. Like one of my only mates um, sent me a screenshot. I was like, oh, well, I
0: didn't even know he downloaded the tune. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's sick, man. That's so good. See, man? Like I said, it only takes a couple of DJs to play your tunes and people are yeah. like, what was that track? That's Edo's track. that just, you know, goes from there. So, you know, all the best, hopefully, that um, keeps happening for you. Keep releasing tunes. Um, is there any inspiration, anybody that you look up to as an artist, anybody that's maybe helped you get you to where you are today or anybody that you generally, you know, look up to as a DJ?
2: Um as far as, like, producing-wise and all that, too. Yeah. Probably just, just yeah, at the minute, we'll, we'll always, I guess, we'll spark. Like, <laughs> of standard, course, like every, yeah. everyone. But... um,
0: Is that where yeah. you sort of, like, is that where you sort of Start want to sort of have your sound progress, sort of like that sound, or are you again just sort of quite
2: more techno than like, yeah, like he's probably more like big room techno, techno. yeah, there's still a bit of Melbourne in it, but um, he's sort of making his own sound now, like it's it's a little bit
0: different, but yeah, no, that's that's good. Will Sparks is the the staple of Melbourne, isn't
2: it? Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, other than that, just yeah, I just want to kind of get like the big techno guys in Europe and Yeah. yeah.
0: That's the dream, bro. All right, one final question, and I promise we'll get into the bangers. What do you, where do you see this leading? What do you, is, where do you see this going over the next five years? Do you think you're gonna to continue to pursue it? Do you think you're gonna pivot? Do you think you're just gonna to continue to try and produce or do more gigs or like, what's the, what's the long-term goal, bro?
2: Um, Well, definitely to keep going harder and harder, I reckon. At, like, I reckon probably in the last, maybe six months, I've just been thinking, yeah, like, just really want to make it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Really happen, yeah. it'd be cool just to play like no matter what even if it is like a proper techno set just being like from Melbourne being different and yeah just kind of showing the sound to and like yeah like another country and just Love it, man.
0: Love the passion, bro. You know, make it happen. It's not that hard. Well, it is that it is hard, but it's not that big of a dream to make it happen because I've seen other people from Melbourne doing it. So, you're
2: that's the the coolest thing about it like seeing people from Melbourne that have done it. And it's just like, well, if they can
0: mate i reckon the your quality of tunes and the stuff that you're putting out wouldn't be far off bro so fingers crossed hopefully i'll see you at tomorrowland next year
2: (laughs) that'll
0: be be the dream bro that'll be the dream all right man so what should we expect to hear from your set tonight man
2: um just a bit of like main stage peak time techno with a little bit of big room yeah so some some
0: unreleased stuff anything that yeah
2: Unreleased tunes um and yeah just mainly all by me. And yeah, <laughs> couple of my favorites.
0: Awesome, man. We're keen to hear it. So let's get stuck into it. Please welcome Edo. Look, look, look,
1: look up, You've got drop to it Like 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 an old dog, like an old like an old dog, like an old dog, like an old 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 like dog, like an old dog
0: I was rushing.